Welcome to Healing School. Healing School is a place where people come to hear and to be healed. When you hear the word of God, something happens when you receive it on the inside of you, in your spirit, where healing takes place. See, healing is not, is not physical, is spiritual, but it does affect very strongly your spiritual body. Let me say this to you. When you see a flower in your garden, there is something that's holding that flower up there. But you can't see it. Why? Because it is underneath the ground. See, everything that you see in the natural is being controlled by something that you don't see. And that's why the scripture says in Hebrews chapter 11 and verse one, now faith is the substance of things hoped for. It is the evidence of things not seen. See, it's something that you don't see that's causing things to happen. So again, people, people come to this healing school to hear and to be healed. Now, if you receive this word in your heart today, if you grab a hold to it and believe it, the word will go to work on your situation along with your faith. Because the scriptures say, according to your faith, be it unto you. All right. Amen. So today we are talking about your words are your servants. Good morning, Prophet. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, okay. everyone. Welcome to Healing School. We're going to start off in Luke chapter 8 and verses 22 through 25. We're reading from the imp from the King James Version. It says, now it happened on a certain day that he got into a boat with his disciples and he said to them, let's cross over to the other side of the lake. And they launched out. But as they sailed, he fell asleep. Mm. And a windstorm came down on the lake and they were and they were filling with water and were in jeopardy. And they came to him and awoke him, saying, Master, Master, we are perishing. Then he arose and rebuked the wind and the rage, the raging of the water, and they ceased, and there was a calm. But he said to them, where is your faith? And they were afraid and marveled, 
saying to one another, who can, who can this be? For he command even the winds and water, and they obey him. Mm -hmm. So it was obvious that their faith was in their mouth and in their heart. They believed they were all going to drown in the midst of the storm, and they said so. Yes. They had more faith in the storm than in the words of Jesus, who said, let's go over to the other side. Now, let's pause right there. This is powerful, isn't it? Amen. See, the scripture says, and you hear it all the time here, you will have whatsoever you say. You will have whatsoever you say. Now, they had just got to have been uh, hearing Jesus teach. The master himself. The Messiah himself. And what happened? They were afraid. You know what fear is? Fear is just the opposite <clears throat> from faith. It's, the, it's faith, but it's not faith in God. People need to understand. You here today in this class, you must understand your words are your servants. See what you say? Watch this here. It will manifest in your life. That's what's, that's what's been happening. Somebody said, well I, well, I believe God to heal me. Well, I'm believing God. And then they start claiming sickness and disease right after. Well, you know, I have a cold. Well, you know, my old arthritis. Do you see what I'm saying to you? Yes. Words. Your words are serving you. Go ahead, prophet. Now, if words are your servants, would it really serve them to send their words out to perish by drowning in the lake? Jesus had already declared his intent and he spoke it. Yeah. Then again, in Matthew 17, the disciples failed to cast down uh, demons out of a boy. So Jesus had to do it. Later, when Jesus was alone with them, they asked him, why couldn't we cast them out? Hmm. And in Matthew 17 and 20, Jesus said to them, because of your unbelief, for verily I say unto you, if you have faith as a grain of mustard seed, you shall say unto a mountain, remove hence to yonder place, and it shall remove, and nothing shall be impossible unto you. That's right. Let's, let's look at that. Mm -hmm. If you have what? Faith. 
if you have faith. Now, a lot of people get caught up on the size of the faith. You know, like here, the mustard, a mustard seed. And if you don't know it, a mustard seed is very tiny, very small. Mm. But if you have faith as a seed, if you have faith as a what? As a seed, mm. what would you do? You would say. You would say. See, listen. You can't operate in faith and you don't have a say. Uh -huh. You cannot operate in faith and you don't have a say. Jesus said, you will have whatsoever you say. You cannot operate in faith without saying. So what are you saying? Now, consistency is the key. You can't say, well, I'm healed this morning. And because a little pain hit you at 12, well, I thought I was healed. Well, I must not be. Don't do that. Are you listening to me? Don't do that. Please don't do that. You cannot operate in the God kind of faith without a say. You must speak. You must say. One day Jesus' disciples asked him, Master, teach us how to pray. As John taught his disciples to pray. Jesus said, okay. When you pray, you say. See? When you pray, you say. It is voice activated. Somebody said, well, well let's all bow our heads and, and let's pray a solid prayer. Can I help you here in this class this morning? Amen. There's no such thing as a solid prayer. How are you going to say but keep solid at the same time? You can't. You must say. What do you say, prophet? Amen. Yeah, you must say. And that's so powerful because it's really, um, you could say it like this, it, it was, it's what get your faith moving. Yes. Uh, it, it's, it's what prove your faith because the scripture also says, show me your faith by your works and then I'll show you your faith. Because faith without works is dead, right? That's right. So we must have some kind of works. If we have faith, we will have works. And so he's giving us uh, this illustration. He said, if you had faith, you would say. The least you could do is say what God said. Amen? That's right. Praise God. Well, we have all kind of faith, but we have to make sure that our faith is in the word of God mm -hmm. because we find ourselves talking all the time. We always saying something, but the key here to your healing, your salvation, your deliverance is to make sure we are saying what the word says. 
That's right. Because God is only obligated to work with his word, not with what we feel or what we think is right. Mm -hmm. You know, just like the example that we just looked at over in Luke chapter eight. You know, he's, they were all afraid because of the wind and the rain and the, I mean, we've just seen tornadoes, tornadoes uh, run through our, through many states here and people lost their lives. So we're not yeah. trying to say that it isn't a fearful thing or you shouldn't be concerned with bad weather. But what Jesus, the point he was making here is getting afraid and being afraid is not what's needed to stop the storm. You see, he was saying to them, he said, where is your faith? Where is your faith? Mm -hmm. And so they were, we, we think about it like this, Apostle, we want to, you're going to have all kinds of situations that come upon us, sometimes unawares. And we have no control over the fact that Satan will send the attack. But we do have control over how we respond to it. That's right. You see, which yes. makes all the difference in the world. And so that's why Jesus was saying he wasn't really questioning the storm because the storm was really controlled by the by the environments, the elements and and everything that was happening in that area. They had no control over that, but they did have control over their own behavior so he was saying you have no faith why mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. they instead of watch this now they did say something and that's the point i'm trying to make they said a lot because they they ran to wake him up yes and they spoke to him you see it master master we are perishing we are perishing don't you care? <laughs> the King James says it that way. But what we have to pay attention to, they were speaking, right? That's right. And if you're going to speak, why not speak to the storm? That's what Jesus was saying. That's right. You're afraid of the wind. The wind was boisterous. Yes, it was raining torrential kinds of rains and the wind was boisterous and everything looks like and it looked like they were going to be, you know, killed in that storm. And so he said, what, what, where's your faith now? Because these were people that he had taught about faith, right? Yes. And so that's why he asked the question, where is your faith? You have to use it. You have to exercise it. You must release your faith. You're releasing it with me, but not to the storm. So he got up and he what? He rebuked the storm. Mm -hmm. he arose and rebuked the wind and the rain, raging of the water and they ceased and there was a great calm well they could have done the same thing but they have no faith mm. you, you see it they could that's have right. done that and so that's why he's saying what he's saying and so it's the same thing here you know what we're looking at um, 
Jesus is giving examples and telling them, you must release your faith. You must speak to the problems. You must act in faith and not in fear. That's right. We must act in faith. Now, he didn't say you, the feelings, the fear feelings would, were not there. Or you can control those feelings of fear. We all have feelings of fear. Mm -hmm. But that's not where we want to release our faith. We don't want to release our faith in the fear. We want to release it in the word of God. That's right. And say what God has said. So he said to them, we're going to the other side, right? That's right. So that's where their faith should have been. Well, Jesus said, we're going to the other side. So we're going to make it. So they didn't have any faith in that. So right. they kept, they, they approached him with, aren't you concerned that we're about to die? You're not going to die, he said. And he spoke to the wind. And 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 then it, when they saw what he did, look what they said. Who, who is this? Who can do? Who can this be? That he command the wind and the water and they obey him. Well, mm -hmm. it will obey. It will obey you, too. Why? Because you have him living on the inside of you now. That's right. We're born again. We're spirit-filled believers. We're new kingdom uh, citizens. <laughs> but do we believe that? Okay, so that's where the rubber meets the road. Do we yeah. believe that to the point where we're going to act on that? So we're talking about your words are your servants. And if words are your servants, would it really serve it, have served them to send their words out to perish hmm. by drowning in the lake? See, but it would have served them better, as I just said, to believe that Jesus had already said, we're going to the other side. Mm-hmm. But that's not where their faith was. And it's the same way today. Today, we, we, we run into those kinds of situations where God gives a man or a woman of God something to say. But what are you believing? Are you believing? Are you taking what you're hearing in the taught word of God? Sometimes we don't get a good working knowledge when it's preached, but when it's taught, that meant it's slowed down. It's put in a place where you can get it, where That's you right. can really, you can, you can back it up, get the word and back it up and make it say it again and go over it and really study it until you get a working knowledge of it. Mm -hmm. You mm -hmm. see it? And mm -hmm. so, but are we believing that? We must release our faith in the words that's coming from the taught word of God, like we're doing this morning. We're teaching, we're sharing, we're breaking it down, we're, we're, we're examining it, we're re-examining it, we're speaking it, we're re-speaking it. We're doing everything we need to do to make sure that you get it. That's right. And the message, the message of uh, this, the, the whole reason for speaking this particular message is so that you can begin to operate in releasing your, your own voice 
speaking to the problems that you may be experiencing. We get all kinds of prayer requests in the mail and we love it when you send and share. We want you to do that. Yes. But those problems that you talk to us about week after week, month after month, you must apply the word of God to those areas. This is what we're talking about. You must release your faith. You must say, if you're not saying anything, then you're not, you don't have any works. Your faith is, is dead. It, it's dead faith. And you don't want to have dead faith. You want to get out of the fear and begin to speak to the problem. For example, it might be a sickness. It might be something Satan has uh, attacked your body with, which is what we're talking about in healing school. You might, we have a lot of people now uh, saying that COVID-19 has come back. Mm -hmm. Well, and we're not knocking people. We're not criticizing. We're complimenting and we're helping people, we're encouraging, and we're giving the word of God. We're giving the answer. You know, God said over in Mark 11 that the mountain is the problem. Didn't he, Apostle? That's right. The mountain is the problem. So COVID-19 is the problem. So you must say to COVID-19, you have to say, now listen to me, body. COVID-19 is trying to sit upon you. But I'm speaking to this COVID-19 in the name of the Lord Jesus, according to Mark 11. He told me to speak to you and I'm speaking to you. And he told me to tell you, be plucked up and be cast into the sea. And I'm telling you, COVID-19, you're not going to stay here. In the name of Jesus, COVID-19, be removed, be cast into the sea. And body, I command you to line up with the word of God, be healed. That's, That's it. Good. It just released my faith. Now is the big, 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 bigger part of that. Never say anything other than that about it. You might say, well, the symptoms are there. Yes, they may be. But see, this is, this is what makes your faith so vitally important. You have believed and you have spoken. You have believed the word of God and you have spoken. As a pastor, apostle is talking about on Sundays. Now, don't forget to tune in on Sundays because that's what he's talking about, how it is our job. It's your job and it's my job to believe the word yes. and speak the word. But then mm -hmm. it's his job to supply the power to what? Bring the answer that you desire. That's right. So once you've done that, your faith must stand the test of time the bible says having done all to stand then you stand there that's right. no matter how how boisterous the wind might look no matter how great the pain might become no matter what the doctors are saying there's no hope this that and the other you say well i have made it up in my mind i've taken a stand to believe the word of god and that's what i'm going to believe you yes. see it? And then every day you just say, Father, thank you. I made that faith confession on yesterday, day before, last week, whatever, and I'm sticking to it. Now I'm waiting on you to do your part. Are you listening? That's good. That's faith. That's Amen. faith. And stay right there. 
Don't move. That's right. Because Satan would try to talk you out of believing God. He'll keep the winds boisterous, Apostle. Yes, he'll say that again. Keep a, he'll keep the winds boisterous by keeping the pain there. You know, you've spoken to the sickness, but the pain is still there. That's called keeping the winds boisterous. And many times that's where we lose it. After we've spoken, we expect to see immediately, but it doesn't happen that way all the time. What you must understand is you've done your part. Give God time to do his part. Mm -hmm. Amen. Get your mind off the wind. The pain is still racking there. The symptoms are still there. Doesn't seem like anything changed. But I promise you, you know what changed? Your words. That's right. Hello? You just operated in faith. Yes. And nothing moves God faster than faith. The Bible says those who come to him must what? Believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that what? Diligently seek him. And all of us who come to him must come to him in faith. That's what That's the scripture right. says. And when That's he right. sees your faith, he's going to go to work. Just trust him. Trust now him. pay attention to words there. When he sees your him. what? Your faith. When so he sees you speaking, when he sees you speaking, what he has given you to speak, that's your faith. He can see that. He can hear that. And he can operate according to your faith. Amen? But don't let the winds fool you. Don't let the winds deceive you. You know what the, the winds are. The pain. The problem. More and more of the problem. It didn't change. You didn't see any changes. It did. Trust me, it did. And you will see it. Amen? Yes. Let's let's do this because I, mm -hmm. I like what you I like what you got there. Go to Luke chapter uh, seventeen, and I believe it's verse six. Luke seventeen and six, and let's look at it in the King James, and then we'll look at it in the Amplified Classic. All right, here we go. Luke chapter six and. King James, verse 17 says, And he came down with them and stood in the plain, and the company of, this, of his disciples, and a great multitude of people out of all Judea and Jerusalem, and from the seacoast of Tyre and Sidon, which came to hear him and to be healed of their diseases. Now, let's do this. That was chapter six, right? Chapter six, verse 17. Let's go to Luke 17 and verse six. Luke 17 and verse six. Praise God. All right. Here we go. Luke 17 and six. And the King James said this. And the Lord said, if you had faith as a grain of mustard seed, you might say unto this, sycamine tree be thou plucked up by the roots and thou planted in the sea and be thou planted in the sea and it should obey you now now pay attention to words and it should obey you yes now but in the original text it doesn't say that 
It said mm. it would obey you. Mm. There's a night and difference from it should and would. And <laughs> would. Now, let, let's see if we can bring it out in the Amplified Classic. In the Amplified Classic, it says like this. And the Lord answered, if you had faith, trust, and confidence in God, even mm. so small, like a grain of mustard seed, you could say to this mulberry tree, be pulled up by the roots and be planted in the sea, and it would obey you. There it is. And it would. And it would obey you. Mm -hmm. You see the difference? I do. And it would obey you. What are we saying? Every person under the sound of our voice right now, and every person that will hear this message, no matter what country you live in, let me tell you something. If you have faith, see, you need to have the faith of God. When, when, when Jesus told him in Mark 11, 22, have faith in God, what was he saying? Here, have the faith of God. Use my faith. Just like it obeyed him, it will obey you. See, listen, your sickness will obey your faith. Mm. I want to say that again. Whatever you've been diagnosed with, whatever you're facing, release your faith. Turn your faith loose on it. Mm. It will obey your faith. See, Jesus said it would. It would obey you. And the King James say it should. No, it will. Are you listening to me? It yes. will obey you. But you got to find out who you are. You got to know that you know that you know that the greater one lives inside of you. The, listen to me. The faith of God draws the power of God. The faith of God, uh, let's see, how can I say this, prophet? The faith of God pulls the power of God to you. Hmm. It pulls your deliverance to you, whatever that deliverance may be. See? Yes. Now, watch this here. A moment ago, you saw where Jesus had told them, let's go over to the other side. Mm -hmm. Notice he didn't send them by themselves. He was on that ship with them. Hmm. So whatever was going to happen to them, was supposed to happen to Jesus too. But here Jesus is sleep on a pillow. But what they believe 
was in two places. Mm. See, what you believe is in your mouth and is in your heart. What you really believe, the Bible says, out of the abundance of the heart, what's really in there, the mouth will speak, prophet. Mm, that's right. Amen. It not might obey you. It not should obey you. It will. Mm. No doubt about it. It's going to obey you. Amen. What are you saying? All right. I love that. Praise Amen. God. Well, <clears throat> that's, that's absolutely uh, the way it works. What we say, we have that. Amen. Praise That's God. right. That's right. So um, both of these examples, uh, the mountain in Matthew chapter 17 and 20, the sycamine tree in Luke 17 and 6 refer to the problem or the circumstances. Amen. It refers to the circumstances of life. So Jesus did not say, if you have faith in the size of a seed, but if you have faith as a grain of mustard seed, Jesus is using uh, this example as a type of seed that is familiar to the apostles. Yes. They were familiar with the mustard seed. Another thing that was involved in Jesus is saying mustard seed it didn't necessarily have anything to do with the size of the seed, but a mustard seed will produce a mustard plant and <laughs> nothing else. That's right. Whatever that's you all do, it could produce. That's right. Whatever you do to it is going to be a mustard seed. It's, yes. going, to be a, it's going to be a mustard. So Jesus was saying, if you have faith, that will not change under any circumstances. I want to say that again. He was saying, if you have faith, that will not change under any circumstances. And that's the, that's the example I gave a few minutes ago when I said that you, after you've made that faith confession, this is where a lot of Christians miss it. Because they look at the wind that's still boisterous. They look at the pain that's still going on and they change the their they change their faith confession based yes. on what they see. So Jesus is saying, if you have faith, that will not change under any circumstances. You cannot let your faith confessions change mm. to match what you see. That's you see right. It? So that's what he's really teaching us to do in this illustration. Jesus seemed to be saying, you don't need more faith. But you must be willing to plant what you have. For that's the way you put, you put it to work. That's Amen. Right. That's, that's how you put your faith to work. The idea conveyed was to say to the problem, be removed. You will never hinder me again. That's the essence of what he was saying, that we must speak to the problem. Remember what they did? They spoke to Jesus. They ran right. from the problem. 
but they spoke to Jesus. Sometimes we get things out of place. We speak where we shouldn't be speaking in some places where we should, where we're running. Don't mm. run from Satan. He is, his bark is worse than his bite. Let me put it like that. You That's don't cool. have to be afraid of him. He's afraid of you. When you say what the father has given you to say, and you're mixing it with faith, guess what? Satan will flee. Every time. Yes. So when answering the apostles' request to give them more faith, Jesus is in so many words saying, you don't need more faith. You just need to use the faith that you have by what? By speaking it. Mm -hmm. It by speaking it. That's all you need to do with that. Use the faith that you have by speaking it. Amen. That's right. That's right. You, you see, somebody said, well, uh, I, need a, I need a car, so I'm going to have to get out here and, and, and see what I can find because I don't have enough money for a brand new car. Mm. So I'm going to have to go to some used car lots. Now, listen, I'm not speaking against that. But I'm using this to show you a point. Are you ready? The same faith that it takes to believe God for a used car is the same faith that it takes to believe God for a new one. No different. It's the same faith. You, you see what I'm saying to you? Yes. The same faith that it takes to heal your headache is the same faith, no difference. That same faith will move cancer, will drive it completely out. Glory to God. Do y'all see that? Amen. Yeah. It's the same faith, no different. Mm. No difference at all. Your words are your servant. Your words will bless you or your words will curse you. It's not up to God. It's up to you. Amen. He done did or have done what he needed to do. Now, here's where we come in at. Here's where you come in at with your faith. See, again, the prophet said it earlier, God's part is power. Yeah. Acts chapter one, verse eight, but you shall receive what? Power, but you shall receive, but you shall receive power after the Holy Spirit has come upon you. You're going to receive power. Where's the power coming from? From God. He is the one. See, God never withhold power from you. Never. Those disciples asked Jesus, well, Master, how come we couldn't heal it, that boy? He answered him. What did he tell him? Because of your unbelief. 
Because of yours. Now Jesus told them, go heal the sick. Go cleanse the leper. Go raise the dead. Did you know he told them that? Yes, he did. Now, what's the deal here? They couldn't heal that boy. And Jesus told them exactly what the deal was. Because of your unbelief. Folks, listen. Unbelief one day stopped Jesus from doing many mighty works in one place, in a town. So if unbelief will stop Jesus, what you think it'll do me and you? Satan's greatest nightmare, write this down. Satan's greatest nightmare is you releasing your fate. He don't mind if you have faith, just don't use it. He love you if you don't use your faith. Just don't use it. But see, when you use it, now Satan know his usurping authority, authority over you is over. He knows that. And that is what he fears the most, that you're going to find out the truth for yourself, that I am healed. And you're going to release your faith and grab it. And Satan don't ever want you to experience that. But can I tell you something? It has happened. That's why the scriptures say, so then faith cometh by what? By hearing. And hearing by the word of God. Another scripture says, we use it all the time. We use it here every Saturday morning, first thing. And they came to hear. You've come to hear and to what? To be healed. Notice, hearing is coupled together with healing. They came to hear and, conjunction, they came to hear and what? Be, be healed. But if you don't hear anything, see, faith come by hearing. The, the faith that you need for your healing come by hearing. Hearing what? Larry and Helen explain this word to you, minister this word to you. Did you know we're ministering life to you? The Bible says you have a river of life flowing out of you. That's a song also. I've got a river of life flowing out of me. Make the blind to walk in the, and, uh, the lame to walk, rather, and the blind to see. Open prison doors, set the captives free. I've got a river of life, glory to God, flowing out of me. Okay, now watch this here. It's the word. It's the word in everlasting splendor, springing up 
in you. You see it? Amen. Amen. That's that river of life. All right, prophet. Praise God. Well, there you have it. Amen. Jesus. Out of time, but not out of word. Amen. 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 Now, I'm going to call this part here, part one, because there's a lot more meat that we need to get into with this. Folks, let All me right. tell you something. Please understand. You think God don't see you? He does. God see you come here every Saturday morning. He does. But now listen. It is so vitally important what you do after we dismiss this healing class. It's so important what you are saying. Come on. Believe the word. Speak the word only, mm -hmm. and your body is healed. Mm 